Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to the Steph Curry. That's 30 episode of Hack a Chat, the NBA's first podcast featuring a man who had mac and cheese for both lunch and dinner today. That's me. I'm Chuck P. And with me, as always, is the last Leonardo DiCaprio movie I saw. Catch me if you Dan. Dan, what are we going to do today? We are here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Behind the MacBook, we have our tyrannical technical wizard, Gyro. It's nice to be here. We're glad you showed up. This is it. A whole year. We've been they doing this. They haven't kicked us out yet. 365 days. The internet didn't They've say, tried. get out of here. They've tried multiple times, but we are still here in your we face, everyone. So it's, I, it's, it's, it's super exciting that we, you know, we've lasted know. this long. Um, right. A lot of things going on, especially like this week for us personally. We'll start with Dover's big news. Dover has some huge yes. news. Um, Dover really likes... It's appropriate likes, that this is happening on like the big one-year anniversary. This I know, right? Cool, I know. Dover loves the game Forza Horizon. And so he yep. finally got the newest one, Forza Horizon 3. Yes. And on his car, the license plate says Hackachat. There it is. We did it, guys. Right, huge news. One year. Huge news. One year. Big and that happened. Announcement. Big stuff. Um, Dover, how did it feel? Dover, how, how do you feel finally having Forza Horizon 3 and putting that license plate on? It was great. It was actually my second option. And as I was doing it, Charlie was just like, what, what are you? Oh, hack, oh, hack, oh, 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 It was exciting. All we thought we were going to. He, he, he was able to sneak on eight characters, so, but it worked. He, he spelled hack there's, H-A-K. There's no C in hack, but yeah. Yeah. It well, works. We know it. I mean, we know it's there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not important. That's um, all that matters. Yeah, that's that's the good stuff. So Do- Dover's had a great week. Um, he week actually has some big kid stuff happening later, but that's still in flux. So we're not going to talk about that yet because right. we don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. We'll give an update for the Saturday Ridge Ridgebacks. My basketball team finished our season. My third season as head coach undefeated. Eight National no. champs. That's right. Shout yeah, out to the Ridgebacks. Three-peating. Hey. Pat, La- Pat Riley didn't three-peat. Greg Popovich didn't three-peat. Coach K didn't three-peat. Eric Spolster didn't three-peat. Nope. I did. That's right. Have you gotten your guys' okay. world championship shirts yet? Uh, no. Um, but my seniors get shirts, and I give them all awards. We have our banquet next week, which That's is awesome. um, me giving them pizza and then giving them funny awards to make fun of the dumb things that they did. That's perfect. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example of one because uh, I know he's not going to watch this because Freddie's a little dope. Uh, Freddie Griebel is getting the Hey Coach Award um, because he's the person who said, Hey, coach, every time he was on the bench with nothing important. Like sometimes it'd be like, Hey, coach, do you want me to guard number 13 when we're out there? I was like, Yeah, guard number 13. Good job. Like, just, just guard him. Yeah. And then just guard and other times I'd be like, Hey, coach, what do I do with this band aid? I don't know, Freddie. <laughs> like, I what don't do you, know, man. Figure we, it out. We, it's I'm 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 busy right now. Find a trash. What else? What do you do with all your other band aids? Put them on. Put it on. Just, just keep it, it. Put it in your pocket. Deal with it. Put You're it right a big on. kid now. So yeah, oh this is the kind of stuff I'm going to be doing next week. Um, I'm ex- extremely proud of them. Uh, yeah. We had the return of Alex Salmons, return of Ryan Shaner in this game. Brandon Yoder, my boy, he was out. He hurt his knee, but it's okay. He's going to rest up, rehabilitate, come back next year just as strong. 
Um, I may or may not have had parents yell at me, and I may or may not have yelled back once. Um, so but, yeah, you're a, a world champion. champion. You've yeah, but I'm, right. yeah, we got the Two W, and that's what counts. Um, exactly. So that was awesome. Big news for me. Actual real big news for you, Dan. Yeah, the whole lead-in to Dan. The whole lead-in? You got engaged. I got engaged. <laughs> Wait, that's just not really work for me. Like, I'm, I, yeah. I don't wear anything. But my now fiance does. Yeah. He's really excited about it. Yeah. Um, so I, big, big things happen. That's why there's been a little bit of a, a lag time. Sorry, over the last two weeks, everybody. There's been uh, lots of things happening in Dan Sheaf world. So, yeah. And it's not about engaged. to slow down. Now we got wedding planning. I whole, know. The whole kit I know. And, and trust me, I have asked her about the ability to do a on set episode of Hack Chat at the during wedding. the wedding. So it's come up. During the wedding or during, during the reception? Sorry, during the reception. Yeah, if you yeah, guys want to do play by play, if you wanted to do play by play during <laughs> the wedding. She's walking down the I am not down the aisle now. Just but every time you Dan, I'm just Dan, waiting for the I'm waiting for the <laughs> I'm waiting for the the vows and you have to say like something profound. It's like you're not the only thing, but you're everything. What a great day it is! <laughs> just like dropped us. <laughs> I just want it to be like, like, like for you guys, it's the quiet, polite golf yeah. announcement. Yeah. There's She's Dan, walking down standing the aisle there. Now. Looks very good in his tux. Very handsome. Here very comes nice Beth. Tie. She looks beautiful. Yes. Dover, what are your thoughts? <laughs> It just, looks good. Just, just That's going to be Dover. That's it. Really That's well, and then we can go into she the background. You know how they go into the background of every player. It's like, right, actually, right. Uh, so, so, some, some so crazy cool. stuff about uh, Beth. Charlie has actually been calling her Ruth for a year and a half <laughs> because so of, he accidentally called her Ruth the first time he met her and <laughs> just, so <laughs> just stuck with that. The, the balls like, rolling. All the balls rolling. That would be so great. Ruth! The whole yes. time. I will be yelling that at three different points that night. So we may or may not be doing a live episode from my wedding day. Oh, Hack and Chat World. So I hope so you guys can join exciting. us. Um, super, super pumped about that. Well, congratulations. A round of applause is in order. How about a there it is? How about a there it is for getting engaged, huh? There it is. And, and yes. you know what he really wants to hear. You know what he really wants to hear. Gosh, if he guys, I'm inviting him. If he comes, I will be yeah, the I'm inviting you. <laughs> Send him that. Uh, no, we got to start this campaign now. Now, I'm now we have a date. So hey, let's work on getting Chris Dapps to everybody. Wedding. Everybody out there, tweet or uh, Instagram, Chris Dapps Porzingis. Tell him to come to Dan's wedding. It's in October, probably. Who knows? Yep. Oh, that's should I tell that to people? Are people allowed oh, to know that nah, well, you're wait, aiming not, for October? Not yet, but that's okay. Whatever. Shh. Keep it quiet, but tell Chris Apps to come to his wedding. Just tell Chris Apps, yeah. Well, this has been our one year, so we're going to indulge a little bit more later as well, but yeah. I think it's time we get to some basketball. How about it, Dan? Let's do it. And here we go. Let's talk about the thing that everybody has been talking about. It's trade season. We That's love right. the trades. We love the trades in Hackett Chat. We love seeing how the, the, the entire league is going to get shaken up by every single move. Uh, where do you want to start, Dan? Where do you want to start? You know what, Charlie? There's been some really big things happening around the trade deadline. I would like for you to start with just the really, really, really big trade. 
Big just, trade. Let's just start it off. Start let's with the big start trade. With the big trade. Let's start um, with the big well, the biggest work our way down. the biggest trade I can think of. Um, Yusuf Nurkic and Mason Plumlee, both big guys, traded teams. Yusuf Nurkic mm-hmm. going to the Blazers, um, as well as a first-round pick going to the Blazers as well from the Nuggets. Uh, Second-round pick next year is going to the uh, the Trailblazers. Um, here's the thing: the Trailblazers need. Uh, rim protection. And um, what does Yusuf Nurkic not bring? Uh, rim protection. Rim protection. <laughs> I mean, any more than than Mason Plumley would. Like I will say this. I am excited that Yusuf Nurkic is going to get minutes there. Yes, very which true. Which he has always shown, which is a lot of what the European guys don't show, is the ability to not be afraid of any of the you know, American born basketball players and kind of play with a little bit of an edge and play with mm-hmm. a little bit of cockiness. So, I mean, he's, he's sitting behind, um, Nikola Jokic in Denver and right. he's just a phenomenal player. So he's not really getting the time on the floor. So I'm hoping that here in Portland, he gets a little more run and is able to display some of those things that he can do very well as far as stretching the floor and going off the dribble and, um, kind of adding to another weapon that Dame Lillard can use. But, no, yeah, he's I'm been talking great. the the, the big trade. Exciting. The big the big trade. Um, the oh. big trade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um another big guy that was traded, Serge Ibaka going God. to the Raptors. The, what a big I mean, this is a huge move. Um Serge Ibaka they the Raptors have been looking for a four forever, and they found one. And they only gave up Terrence Ross. They gave up a first round pick as well, but I mean, what was that gonna be the twenty sixth, twenty seventh pick? what have you. Um, Serge Ibaka is going to be great there. That's so exciting. That's so exciting for the Raptors because now, I mean, they're going to, sure, they're losing the uh, the minutes from Terrence Ross, but they still have Norman Powell right there. He's going to eat up all those minutes. It's not like they're going to go super deep in their bench in the playoffs anyway. I love this. Love it. It's been a move that the Raptors have been searching for since last season right. is who can be our primary power forward. Uh, you know, they, they brought in Jared Selinger over the offseason, has not really, really panned out. Um, I tried Paul Siakam for the start of the year. You know, Has shown flashes, but not mm-hmm. really the guy you need late in crunch time minutes in the playoffs. Um, so they go out, and they really don't give up much for Serge Ibaka. Now he's not the Serge Ibaka of three years ago, the guy right. we think of playing in the Western Conference Finals and protecting the rim and knocking down threes. Um, he's not shown that to start this season, but you match him with DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, and he can play inside outside with Jonas Valanciunas, and even can, they can go they can go small and have him as the center and do some different things with some small ball lineups, kind of try to match what Cleveland can do is the hope right. um, that the Raptors have. Uh, and like you've talked about since day one, Norman Powell gets minutes, and he has been your guy yes. since the start of the year. Is hey, let's watch what he can do, and hopefully they're confident enough to say, hey, we're giving away one of our rotation guys. Enter in Norman Powell as a more used rotation guy for us. Mm-hmm. Well, and and Serge Ibaka is still 27. Well, allegedly 27. Um, right, yeah. And so it, he very easily could be kind of a victim of the circumstance. I don't think that he was happy with his role in the Thunder, and I yeah. definitely don't think he was happy with his teammates in Orlando. Um, right. so who knows, maybe we see a, a renewed surge. 
Um, what I really, really like about this is this moves Patrick Patterson to a bench unit. And you know yes. what's been really bad for the Raptors is DeMar DeRozan and bench units. Like when yes. he is out there with second or the, the second string guys, they have not done well. If you put Patrick Patterson on that second run, he is a, is a, is a space maker. He can get out and, and create space. Um, he's going to stand on the three-point line, and that gives DeMar DeRozan uh, room to work. And I think yeah. it's going to be really good. That's going to really, really help um, when Kyle Lowry has to come off the floor. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about that too. So uh, I just think it makes the East more be fun. Great for you the get some of the better players kind of loading up on the more elite teams. Now the Raptors have kind of limped into the the star or the the All Star break, but right. we're hoping that this can kind of be the move that reinvigorates them and kind of gets them playing back to what we've seen them do in the last two seasons during the regular season. So, but no, like, hey, that was a cool trade. Yeah. I'm talking like the real big trade that happened. Like the real big trade. Oh, 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 you mean Boogie? I mean Boogie. Oh. That's yeah, what okay. I mean. I, I you mean know, Boogie. that makes sense. We, we should talk about it. Can we talk about the real big trade that happened? Look, that's going to be a minute. How about we talk about that later, huh? Let's let's move through some of these other ones. Let's Good power idea. through that later. Um, Good idea. Big one, you know, guys, guys that um, uh, I'm excited about. I love Corey Brewer. I just love his attitude. Yeah. I love his, um, I love his energy. Dover really likes Corey Brewer too. Um, he's going to the Lakers with a first round pick for Lou Williams coming yeah. to the Rockets. Uh, the Rockets are getting another guard that can score. This will be fun. But un unfortunately, <laughs> they're getting another guard who can't defend anybody that's, that's exactly right <laughs> so, well but but that's hey the rockets are all about hey let's fill it up let's try to score 160 a night which mm -hmm. is great so but the thing that this does which is really interesting is the lakers pick if it does not fall in the top three mm -hmm. of this year's draft goes to the 76ers right so their goal is hey lou williams is playing too well we got to get him out of here because <laughs> he might have us win too many games and right. we need to not have that happen. So it's a it makes sense to to move off of a guy who's probably been the best player on the team the entire season. Um Well that and it get, also oh, gets ahead. them a first round pick regardless. They're right. gonna so they they're gonna get here. a first round pick. Even if it's in the twenties, whatever, they're gonna get one. Yeah. Which is good. Right. Which speaking of that, people who are just trying to get picks at this point, the Brooklyn Nets. The they Brooklyn sure Nets are. got another They're pick. Desperate. They are desperate to get something because right this year, they they technically uh, have rights to a first round draft pick. Uh, they technically have, uh, uh, it's a pick swap with the Correct. Celtics. So when the Celtics go to possibly the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, the Nets will get the 27th pick in the draft. Not quite what they're looking for. So they turn Bojan Bogdanovic and some couple other throw in guys into a first round pick this year from the Wizards. Yeah. From the get go, I have said the biggest problem with the Wizards is their bench. They have nobody there. And no. now if Mahimney can get healthy, if Ubre keeps playing the the way he's been playing. He's been the he's been the lone bright spot on right. that Wizards bench. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and now you have Bojan Bogdanovic, a guy who we know can be a scorer in the league. Right. That looks pretty good, especially for the playoffs. I mean, playoffs, you're going seven, eight, maybe nine deep. And so yeah. 
those, if those are your crunch time guys, now when Bradley Beal turns his ankle and is out for 18 years, um, none of this will matter. But as for right now, that rotation, that might put you in the second round. That might be challenging for an Eastern Conference finals spot, which is a big turnaround for the Wizards. Yeah, and the big turnaround, I mean, obviously the, the biggest is John Wall's an absolute man-child at point guard playing for them and is playing like it. Absolutely. Uh, especially leading up to the all-star break. Same thing with Otto Porter mm-hmm. uh, playing oh, yeah. incredibly well this season um, has been that swing guy that they've needed to kind of partner with wall and Beal in the backcourt. So you bring in a guy that can, again, fill some minutes, knock down some jumpers and you get him out of the purgatory. That is Brooklyn. You know, he might even play better right. for the wizards when it's like, Hey, these games actually matter now. So let's actually play. Yeah, it's exciting for the Nets. They uh, they finally have a pick. And Marcus Thornton is also being a throw-in for a trade for like the seventh. He's getting traded for the seventh time in his career. Yeah. Um, he is the yeah. new Luke Ridenour. Um, he's the he new Drew Gooden. <laughs> like, uh, unfortunately, he's just bouncing around. Uh, the last one I saw, and I just threw it in because, eh, why not? Um, the Hawks are sending a Splitter in two seconds to the 76ers for Ilyasova. Um that makes me think that uh, they're gonna they, they may stay in pat with their big guys. Um, I think really, yeah. I, I mean they're, right. they're getting Splitter, um, who is right now the Splitter contract, which is what Kendrick Perkins was for some time. <laughs> the Kendrick right, Perkins he was. Deal. It the fact that Oklahoma City did not amnesty him, and then they <laughs> never used that amnesty, is an absolute abomination. I don't understand it. Um, do I. That was just kind of a quick thing that uh, popped up right before we went on. Um, so, I mean, we've had some big trades going on, but those trades are going to be affecting some of the young guys that we love looking at. When we talk about all these players, we get really excited about them. Some of these young guys, we want to bring them into the club of being talked about on Hack Chat. But before you're allowed in the club, especially for these young guys, we got to see some identifications. So, uh, can I see your ID? Can I check your ID? First guy I'm checking out, Aaron Gordon. We talked about Serge Ibaka going to the Raptors. Aaron Gordon might get to play the four. This sounds thrilling because this is what Aaron Gordon should have been doing from the get-go. I don't know why he was ever playing the three. And then the fact that they went out and got Serge Ibaka and Bismack Biyombo, which you know is a move I really liked, it, it, it forced him to go to the three, which is... Not where he's going to succeed, especially not in this league. He's way too athletic to be a tall guy at, at, at that position. He he needs to. He be... just doesn't. He doesn't shoot it well enough to be a three. In the oh, league absolutely. Right now. Yeah. Um, now we 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 all saw what happened in that dunk contest. Uh, there might be everyone's like, oh, his foot, his foot hurts. I really hope that he's healthy. I really want to see him do well, progress to the end of this year. Um, obviously, the Magic. Uh, it's not like they're vying for a playoff spot. Uh, I was talking about that. And who picked them for the playoffs. Uh, So they're not going to get there. So let's see how he progresses. I'm excited for the opportunity that Aaron Gordon is going to get here. I agree with that. Uh, We've been kind of hoping and waiting for him to get some serious minutes at that Mm -hmm. power forward spot. And hopefully this is the opportunity for him to do that. Um, Who are you looking at, man? I'm also kind of in the same boat where it's like I'm looking at a team that sent a guy away that was kind of a linchpin for the team so far this season. 
the Lakers. I'm looking mm-hmm. at them sending away Lou Williams, and I'm looking at Brandon Ingram and D'Angelo Russell. Um, at times with this Lakers team, they've kind of just been caught watching Lou use ball right. screens and bring the ball down the floor and kind of hike and just jack shots up. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a, a real big thing for Magic Johnson to take a look at, who's now in that president of basketball operations role for the Lakers mm-hmm. and him to kind of really evaluate and get his hands on these guys to see, all right, are these guys ones we can hitch our wagon to, to really build a franchise or do we need to start looking at moving away from them? So looking forward to those guys, the second half of the year, um, kind of getting more minutes, more usage and uh, to, get, to get the ball rolling with those guys to get some good, uh, good time on the floor, not watching Lou Williams. Well, and I was actually thinking of Jordan Clarkson as well with the Lakers. Is you know, right. I mean, he's there. He's going to be the guy coming off the bench, the change of pace guy. I mean, all of those takens were taken. All of those minutes were taken by Lou Williams. And so, uh, right. we'll see if he can step back. I mean, he was he was a first team all rookie in a bad rookie class, but but he's a guy who has first talent. team all rookie in Yeah. Um, all right, we 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 brushed on the boogie talk. I think it's time. I think it's time we come back. Let's keep talking. That's Kid Runner with their song, Keep Talking. Check out Body Language on Spotify and iTunes. Let's keep talking Boogie. Because yeah, this let's do it. is incredible. First wow. off, I'm sitting there Sunday night. Um, I'm going through. We, we played our all-star uh, game, our, our fantasy challenge. And so I got to put in all of these uh, different things with points, sis, whatever I'm putting into a document. All of a sudden, my phone vibrates, and uh, that's I, I, I already set notifications for uh, Woj bombs. So when Adrian Wojnarowski tweets anything, I get a notification, and it was like, "There's a there's a deal in play. Boogie's going," and I'm like, "What's happening?" And I just kept refreshing his Twitter page. I was like, "Here we go, here we go, Woj bomb, Woj bomb, here we go," and it was it was really exciting. And yeah, um, I can't imagine what people in Sacramento are thinking. That's the first thing I went to was how disheartening that you're losing a, a top 15 guy, but also as tragic as he was as a player and as a personality in Circum- Sacramento, what has that got to be of you heading out? Dover, you look like you want to say something. You got the mic up and everything. What's going on? Oh, yeah. I just want to put in my two cents i was watching an interview with vladi divac Mm. on espn and he he said in this interview oh yeah it's an okay deal but i had a better one yesterday well and that's the thing is you know he did come out and say he had a better deal i mean let's look at this deal that he got um boogie cousins going for and and omri caspi let's not forget omri caspi don't forget about omri caspi do not buddy healed Tyreek Evans returning home, the prodigal son, uh, Langston Galloway, first round pick this year, and a second round pick this year for Boogie in Armour Cosby. That seems a little one sided to me. <laughs> it's like turning Just in a, little bit. a winning but- lottery ticket for like five tickets, and like one of them's already been scratched off, and you know it didn't go great. Yeah, it's a pretty accurate portrayal of what happened with this deal, especially leading up to and then starting the season. We'd heard so many rumors about 
Boston, hey, they might give up the first, the Brooklyn pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like the ask could have been so much further for Boogie. Like, like if you if you don't ask for like, hey, we want this pick and this pick and then next year's picks, and I want them unprotected, and I want this pick from here, and I want this pick later too. That's where you start the negotiation, right? With with them is well, I want all of this too, and then you kind of dwindle it back, but. You get the at feeling this that this token. started with uh, we want Buddy. And when you start there, right. that's all you're going to get. Well, what, what we've been hearing so far, and again, this is all ESPN and different sources that we listen to because we're not super insiders just yet. But it's, it's uh, Vivek Rondive, owner of the Sacramento Kings, thinks Buddy is the next Steph Curry. It is yes. like, this is it. He's the guy. We got, we got the next Steph on our team. And now we're rolling. <laughs> so it's just an interesting thing. But again, like you said, what's happening in Sacramento is they're kind of like the relief of like, hey, he's gone. Okay, mm. let's kind of start this thing over because mm. he's been such a divisive personality, like pushing people to opposite end of the spectrum. Like he's really divided a lot in Sacramento. Do you just kind of be like, all right, phew, all right, now we can set reset. Now we can hit reset. And start from scratch. Do you right. think that's a feeling that people are having there? Mm-hmm. And um, it, it it's difficult that you don't have the centerpiece to build around anymore, right? Um, and so you don't like Scald Labissier. I'm sorry. You don't like Scald Labissier as your your go to? No, because I still call him Labissier. Like I think it's <laughs> it's one of those guys where he hasn't earned me understanding how to pronounce his name yet. Like I'm just not there yet. And um, Karis LeVair is one of them, too. Um, yeah. I'm going to keep calling him Karis LeVair until he does something else. Um, it's it's it, it, I'm hoping for, like, the Rudy Gay effect, and I understand the irony of having Rudy Gay on that team. Right. Who's injured, yeah. but on that team, that hopefully, like, maybe this gives them an attitude boost and, and, they, and they start playing better. But, um, I mean, for them, they really hope that they shouldn't be playing better. Like, they want to go get their pick. That's top 10 protected this year. They're going exactly. to lose it if they, if they fall out of the top 10. But another thing is, it's like you're giving Boogie to the Pelicans, and now the better the Pelicans do, the worse that pick is going to be. And you just gave them right. Boogie Cousins. And so right. we'll see how that goes. What do you what are you thinking for the Pelicans? How do, how is this Good, going to yeah. work on the court? Because right now, first off, they only have three guards on their roster at this point. Like Etwan right. Moore, Drew Holiday, and uh, Tim Fraser, the only guys left. Um, what do you think is going to happen? So this goes back to what you kind of made fun of on me about was zigging where everyone else is zagging when I was talking about the Orlando Magic. Right. But I think with these guys, it's not so much the zag away from like, we don't want guys that can shoot mm-hmm. because both Davis and cousins are three point shooters. They're not afraid. So they're not they're afraid not, to spread it. They're not the typical back to the basket, big plotting centers that can't move, that can't defend that mm-hmm. are just throw it in there to them and we'll get a basket. No, they can catch it at the three, go off the dribble, get to the basket. They can step back and knock down threes. Like these two guys are some of the most uniquely talented big men in the history of the NBA. Right. And now they're on the same team, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. It, so I, I think just with those two, you have the centerpiece and they're both 25. Right. Under or like 25 and 24. 
Um, they are. I'm going to check that. Make sure we're correct on that. Oh, you keep um, talking, and I'll check you out. No worries. Yeah, but yeah, they. Uh, they, we have not had two young bigs on the same team like this maybe since Samson Elijahwan right in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So this, and I mean, maybe since I mean. Uh, Duncan and Robinson, but Robinson was on the the downturn of his career. Well, so, Duncan I mean, Robinson was the first one I went to, which it's like, okay, if you uh, take Robinson and turn him into a guy who can spread the four out with three-point shooting, that's what we have now. And they're both young, athletic right. guys. Well, but the thing, thing about it is Boogie can shoot the three. Right. So he's not just like the Duncan effect where it's like, hey, Duncan, just go down there and kind of get some back to the basket bat. Boogie right. can shoot the and three. He, yeah, and when he and when he got older, he he added more, a little bit more yeah. range to him. But, I mean, he was totally, a dinker yeah. and dumper for a long, long time. And uh, both these guys are, are more talented athletically at their point at this point in their careers yeah. than those guys were. Um, and then Anthony Davis has all the talent in the world on the right. defensive end. Like I'm, I'm not worried about Boogie being a problem on defense because you got Anthony Davis right there. Right. I think the thing that's going to be the most interesting to watch with these two guys together. I think it's great. I mean, both Kentucky guys both kind of have that same mentality of, hey, we're a part of this group that's a one and done Kentucky guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Demarcus uh, Boogie are, is 26. Anthony Davis only 23, about to turn 24. Uh, that's so yeah. They're a year apart from each other when they went to the Kentucky. Um, they were not on the same team when they got there. Right. Um, so you've got you've got two. You, the thing that you get with Boogie in New Orleans is you have another guy who's of the same caliber, which mm-hmm. he's never really played with. I mean, he played with Rudy Gay, played with Rajon Rondo, but Rudy Gay wasn't the same guy. Rondo was not the same guy that was in Boston. Right. So you get another star who's in his prime who's respected around the league that could possibly get Boogie turned the direction of not having these irrational outbursts on the floor when an official doesn't make a call that he likes Mm -hmm. or decides not to get back on defense because he missed a shot and he's frustrated. Um, Or somebody didn't make the right read in a defensive possession, so he's going to kind of walk his way down to play offense. I don't know that Anthony Davis will put up with that, Um and I think he'll have grounds to be like, hey, come on. What are you doing? This is my team. Let's and, go. And Boogie, I feel like, is going to have maybe more of an ear to listen because he's of the same caliber. Right. I don't know, though. I think that's what is exciting to see with this is will Boogie be a normal human being? What do you think? Well, and I, and I think um, something exciting for me is – I don't think that there will be a single minute that either Boogie or Anthony Davis is on the floor. And that's got to be terrifying um, for opposing coaches that like you are constantly going to have an all star big in front of you. There's never as like, oh, well, you you know, we'll we'll get the mismatches when they go to the bench. We have those couple of minutes like, no, that's not going to happen. No, at least I hope it's not going to happen. Right. I don't know if I trust Alvin Gentry with this. This is a really weird situation, a very strange roster at this point. It, it's, yeah. it's very different from what the rest of the NBA is doing. We haven't seen uh, two big guys talented like this in a long, long time on the same team. I think this is going to be a tough one strategy-wise 
for Alvin Gentry. He's a well, lot so, more of a traditional offense guy, and I just don't know. Well, so this is what I'm thinking is he was at one point the coach of the Grizzlies with right. Gasol and with Randolph. So before Dave Yeager took over that team, he was that coach there. So he that knows was, how to that play. That was Lionel that Hollins, like, wasn't it? Sorry, that was Lionel Hollins. Correct. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, they look very similar. It's okay. I, I always, get it. And this is my, one of my most embarrassing things about the NBA is I get those guys intertwined a lot. No, it's Sorry, okay. Well, there's also like, don't worry about it. Um, anyway, he was so, he was with the Suns. He had the Nash the, Suns um, yes. and uh, a little. He's bit. with the Warriors before this, so he's been right. around some championship pedigree. Mm-hmm. He's been around guys at the highest level. He hasn't pulled that out of the Pelicans just yet, but I think having these two guys fingers crossed because this is what I want to see. I want to see us kind of moving away from like the, you gotta be small. You gotta have shooters. You gotta, Mm -hmm. this is the only way that we can play. Right. And I think this might work because those two guys also have the ability to stretch the floor and shoot. Well, I mean, and that's, that's what happens in the NBA. It, It, it will evolve over time. And we've gotten to this point where we're playing a lot of small ball. We're playing a lot of, uh, uh, spread the floor, get up any threes you can. And at some point it's got to evolve again. Uh, yeah. I don't know necessarily that this is going to be the next evolution, but something is going to happen. And so let's take a shot. Let's see what happens. I'm right. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see them play again. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously that'll be the first game I watch when, yeah. when things turn back up is that yep. I've got it marked on my calendar. I'm ready to watch. It was, uh, it was really funny to see the post-game press conferences for the All-Star game um, because uh, you had a, a man walking up saying, all right, only All-Star questions. I don't know if you saw this clip. He's like, only All-Star game questions. Like, he's like, oh, what other questions do we have? He's like, uh, and he whispers into his ear for a little bit. He goes, oh, oh. And somebody's like, how was your time? He's like, I love it here in New Orleans. New Orleans is a great city. He was like, you know he just found out right then. Um, and so that's been, it was really exciting to see that he was there playing with Anthony Davis and, oh, by the way, just stay there. You guys are teammates now. I'm going to send your stuff now in your home. Give it, get it, get a tour from AD. You're going to be hanging out. Um, the all-star arena you're, you're in now. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get you your credentials while you're here. We'll take your picture, get your headshot, whatever you need. Um, get you your free smoothie pass. We'll get it. We'll get it on the. We'll get it on the card. <laughs> Go ahead. And we'll get it taken care of. There's got to be so many smoothies in that place. It must constantly yeah, smell like fresh fruit. Just, if it doesn't, they're missing like, it. You just pull the thing down and just smoothies everywhere. <laughs> um, was, speaking of the All Star stuff, we had our our, our All Star Fantasy Challenge. Now, to be frank, I'm really glad that we skipped an All Star Weekend prediction show. Because the All-Star Weekend, as a whole, kind of dud. Um, Saturday Ooh. night specifically, nah. nah. Well, the thing that's happening is the three-point contest is becoming the event. Oh, yeah. And not so much the dunk contest anymore. Mm-hmm. And until they can get the same star power in that that they have in the three-point contest, it's going to continue to be meh. Right. The skills, the skills contest was fun. It was, it, it was, is fun. It was fun to watch all that. I stuff. know. I agree. It was all, it was very fun, <laughs> but, uh, the, we'll, we'll get to talking about that in a minute. Um, yeah. but, uh, I honestly, the, the best parts were the rising stars challenge, the BBVA compass rising stars challenge and the actual all-star game itself. We played our fantasy matchup. Um, and, and Dover has the scores for us. We'll start with the rising stars, uh, which was a really close game. 
Um, it was, you ended it was up tight. pulling it out uh, two fifteen to two eleven on the back of Jamal Murray. Can you remind him real quickly, kind of how we? Oh, did absolutely. The, Good call. Good scoring. call. So we went back and forth picking teams, um, and it. I mean, it was very schoolyard. We figured out a captain. We went there, um, and uh, we take all the points, assists, and rebounds. Add them up total for all of the guys that we picked. And the total comes out. Whoever's the winner has the most points, obviously. Um, You were the Young Buns was your team for the Rising Stars Challenge. I had the number three hat as my team. And um, number three hat, 211 points. Young Buns, 215. 215. We both had had some replacements. Um, We did. I think the biggest reason I did not win... Joel Embiid going out for Alex Abrines. Yeah, that hurts when your uh, number one pick is not in the fold. A whole That's... lot of not good. A whole lot of not good there. Um, Alex Abrines only getting me four points. You had Moutier being replaced by Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh, and he got you nine, Which, so it's not bad. But it's it true. Was, but it was only all Jamal Murray for you. Points. But yeah, Jamal Murray really loaded it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Chris Dapps played really well in this game a year, also played well in the game this year, another 24 and 10 for him. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know what, the big reason why I took Jonathan Simmons was he was going to take it seriously and not really understand it's an all-star game. And he was so he had, fun. He had 19 points in that game. I loved it. I, Jonathan Simmons, honestly, you know, you, you had the amazing shooting from Jamal Murray. Outside yep. of him and then Frank Kamitsky going off for some reason. I don't whatever. I'm so glad he was the 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 final two there at the end. I'm so glad I went with Frank Kamitsky. Um yeah. the third, Frank Kamitsky the third. Uh but Correct. really yeah, outside of that, confused. the the most fun part was Jonathan Simmons. He's so cool. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. It was really great. And it was one of those like, hey, this is really cool for him to be here. He's got a really interesting story on how he's made his way to the NBA. Mm-hmm. What's kind of and, and it was kind of like his Wow, I'm a part of All-Star Weekend. This is right. really cool. I'm going to play well in this game. That that was the reason why exciting. I um I w- I was really happy for Jonathan Simmons. Um you you you, you sneaked out the uh, the victory on that one really yeah. by like just a couple buckets. I mean literally two two buckets. Um th- our, our other one was not nearly as close. It was a little one-sided. It was a little one-sided. Uh, we'll move over to the actual All-Star game. And, again, we picked it the same way. And, Dan, your first four picks were Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, who got you 62, 53, 41, and 43 points. You won It was pretty much over after that. Yeah, 326 to 362. Um didn't help that I had Boogie only play two minutes. No, that's um, not helpful. That didn't go well. Um, no. Didn't help that Draymond Green didn't score at all. Uh, didn't help that I'm not good at picking any of this. But but you did pick Giannis. And he stole the show. He didn't mess around. He stole the show. He, he had dunk after dunk after dunk. And it was so fun. Yeah, so the best moments of the whole thing is Steph Curry laying down on the ground to get away from a dunk from Giannis. And then later in the game, he dunks on him on a tip dunk. It's like the one thing he was trying to avoid (laughs) happened to him. Right. And it was fantastic. (laughs) So that's the thing that I think stands out to me when I watch these games. 
when I watch this game, so Steph, again, we can jump into this maybe at a different time, but is the MVP of the league? I just don't feel like he gets respected around some of the other elite guys in the, in the league. Did, did you get that sense? Yes, a little bit. Like, um, like, like, hey, little dude, go shoot your threes, but let the big boys kind of play in this game. I felt it kind of like um, how, how Blake Griffin was treated for a while. Because very yeah. early, he got a lot of endorsement deals. He's on all these commercials. And everyone wanted to piss off Blake Griffin. You know, he was, yeah. a, he was like a top three MVP candidate in his first, you know, few years in the league. And everyone just wanted to go after Blake. And I think that might be going on with Steph right now. Um, yeah. And which is, it's a different conversation because, again, two-time MVP – league champ 73 games like setting all sorts of insane records and he i don't i don't i think you're you're right on there that he just doesn't get the same kind of respect that everyone else is getting i think the thing that's tough is he's now again he's not literally six three but i think it's really hard to be the alpha dog amongst alpha dogs when you're six three and everyone else is six ten well, and there's also the fact that, like, on his own team, he is not the alpha dog. You know, Draymond right. Green so, is. Yeah. And not only that, but he's, I mean, now, not even the best player anymore. Right. And with Durant's Kevin Durant being there. So, like, there was this weird thing as I'm watching, like, wait, are are you feeling this? Are you watching this? Are you seeing oh, this? You kind of get a sense of, like, how these guys really feel about each other. Like, who they think is, like, the top of the top. Mm-hmm. And I just got this feeling watching it, like, they respect Steph because they're supposed to, but they really don't. <laughs> I agree. And I could be completely wrong with that. That can be just be reading into different things, but it's, I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing that I got from just watching some of the game. Yeah, it was a little strange, but uh, I mean, it, it's Steph Curry. He, he's got everything hanging above his uh, mantle that he needs oh, to yeah. show everybody it, anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's fine. This is our Steph Curry episode. Uh, it is. Because so I do love Steph Curry. Disrespect Steph a little bit. Yeah. So, so we, we named an episode after and we got that going on. Uh, again, this is our, our, our one year anniversary um, being 30 episodes now. Uh, we kind of wanted, you know, we're going to indulge a little bit. We're going to go oh, back, into, back into some of our stuff. This is our show. We can do what we want. Um, That's right. Back into the archives. Yeah. I was wondering, Dan, what, what's some of your favorite moments that we've had on the show so far? Well, I would say sitting and watching... Chris Stapps in his first season. I'm watching. Oh, that got me excited. Uh, I, I was watching a Thursday night game with the Knicks against the Thunder, and Chris Stapps had this massive tip dunk that is now featured every week. The call is featured every week in our <laughs> in our uh, in our episodes. And I, I thought to myself, we have to have a weekly segment about this guy because he is just tip dunking all over everybody. He is super athletic and fun. He's seven three. He's playing in New York. We gotta have this guy in the show weekly. Mm-hmm. So that's where this call sparked the the idea for the segment, and that call being. And uh, yeah, so my favorite segment, favorite moment was figuring that out and having that be imprinted into our show every mm-hmm. week. That was great. Chuck. I love that. How about yourself? I've had like three or four that I wrote down. Um, yeah. Uh, 
I, I, I loved doing the um, previews of the division and all the different ways that we did with all these references to different um, uh, different pop culture things, whether it be Taylor yeah. Swift songs or or the 2009 Thursday Night NBC lineup uh, or the Aaron Sorkin films. My favorite one was Mark Wahlberg. Uh, just because Mark Wahlberg is such a polarizing actor um, uh, for so many different reasons. And so just talking about all of his different movies just made me emotional in so many different ways. <laughs> I love Mark Wahlberg. I thought that was great. Um, really what I liked was... Uh, our trip into imagination land when we talked about how magical it would be if Adam Silver just decided that the banana broke the banana broke crew would just be together on one team you just forced all of these amazing things in the NBA to happen we just went on like this entirely like 15 minute long rabbit hole experience of just figuring out what would happen if Adam Silver demanded them to be on the same team together. Well, my my favorite part about it was it wasn't. I think it was Adam Silver. We also talked about like them demanding it of Adam Silver. Oh yeah. Oh, and they walked we, in. They walked in and laid the jerseys on his desk like in Rudy. That's yeah. what I remember laughing so hard about when we started playing this. And then the best part to me was after they had all laid the jersey down, Marshawn Lynch bursting through that the door. That was it. No, I totally forgot about my Sean Lynch. <laughs> bursting through the door like the Kool-Aid man and family guy and demanding he be the coach of this team and Skittles just raining down from the sky. I totally forgot about my Sean Lynch. That was the oh. best part of it for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, that was so, so funny. That was, was so definitely funny. high on my list of favorite things that have happened over the last year of doing the show. It's been pretty uh, good. Dover, do you have any do you have any big moments? I'll let you I'll let you think on it. I'm gonna go through a little bit of a a time warp. Um, obviously, we started this last year right after the All-Star game, and uh, we went into talking about the trade deadline. Um, we talked about one of the – we spent the most time in one segment, which was talking about the Warriors-Thunder game. It was like the Saturday night prime yes. time game. We spent like 35 minutes just talking about that one game, and that was so nuts. Um, that was an amazing game. That was still maybe still my favorite game. regular season game I've ever watched in the was, NBA. It was so fun. I was at a party and I left the party because I just wanted to go home and watch it. Yeah. Um, we've been through uh, our first crazy finals. Unfortunately, I had my heart broken when the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. And Dover got really excited when the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. <laughs> uh, we, we, I will also admit I was also really excited when the Warriors I was, blew a 3-1 lead. Shut the front door. Um, we, you know, we, we started our second season we, and in between this, we switched from living in the same city to you moving to Chicago and us doing right. this via, via phone call. Literally, I had my iPhone hooked up to the soundboard. Yeah. Uh, and now, now we're, we're, uh, we're doing, we moved it to Skype and now we're doing videos and stuff now. And things are crazy. This, we, we have, <laughs> we used to not have our sound clips for our drops in the actual show we right. we would literally sit there and be for there it is be like and oh for the wizards great move there it is yeah the wizards were great and we would just sit and wait because we had to put them in post and now yep. we can put them in live it's absolutely incredible. incredible yeah um that's probably a testament my, to dover which is incredible he has made that happen that's my favorite part of the show probably not like a specific segment but just the progression of things as we've grown mm -hmm. As a show, 
it's it's been it's been great and i think now is a great time to just say uh dover way to freaking go because yeah, literally no none of this would happen this if it wasn't for you uh we we like to sit and you know dan and i are the ones talking the most of the time and we're we're shooting the crap or whatever and and, and you come in for your spots but literally nothing happens without you right. we're just calling each other on the phone every week going just see the Russell Westbrook again? That was crazy. All right, on. cool. Yeah. See ya. That's it. Right. That's all that would be happening. That, that's what this would be <laughs> if so, Dover didn't make all of this happen. So yeah, big it, up to Dover for making Hack-A-Chat hack happen. G- and, Gyro. Uh, do we, I mean, do we do, we do the, the cliche like, and thank you to the listeners and watchers. <laughs> no. Because without <laughs> you no. guys, we couldn't do that. any of this at all, period. Nah. Is that... Look, we like mean? you guys. We we, yeah. we don't hate everybody listening to this, but uh, yeah, we, we we'd still we, do it anyway. We, we'd do it regardless. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We, yeah. If we got one view for everything. We'd be like, eh, let's keep going. Why not? Somebody watched it. So, <laughs> let's keep going. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll so yeah, it's been but, really um, cool. It's been really fun to do it. And gyro, you know what? yeah. Go ahead. Just Go I ahead. just want I, more props to Gyro. He's been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um. Shout out to the game house because we wouldn't be doing a lot of stuff we were doing if it wasn't for the game house. Uh, yeah. That's the game house, H-A-U-S.com. They're in all shout them out later again. Um, yeah. We've talked a lot of different stuff throughout this show and I got some stats and Let's I have the there. top players. I have the one, two, I think the top 11 players we've ever made a segment about. Now this is, uh, I didn't include stuff like the playoffs, um, like, um, the draft, like all of those rookies and stuff like that. Like those are things that that was the only thing to talk about. We had to, and we made it a point to talk about those things specifically for for the for the division uh, breakdowns in the preseason. We made it a point to talk about every single team. So I didn't count that stuff that we had to talk about or we decided to cover everything. This is stuff yeah. that we decided we wanted to talk about in any specific week or a player we decided to talk about in any specific week. So of the top 11 players and I have the top nine teams. Let's start with players. I want to see if you can name our favorite players on Hack a Chat. Oh, I got one. Okay. You, both of you, just give me names, and, and we'll see if we can run them down. Russell Westbrook. Okay. Obviously. That was the most obvious of all the answers forever. Good I'm work. Good. Yes. Uh, Chris Dapps Porzingis. Uh, okay. I, I'll have to tell you this. I did not include yeah. Chris Dapps because of the fact that we decided that we were going to talk about him every single week. So that is the honorable mention that is not actually on the list, but keep going. Uh, Giannis. Giannis is on there. He was yes. eight, eight mentions, tied for fourth. Uh, James Harden. Uh, James Harden, seven mentions, tied for sixth. Uh, Towns is not on the list. Darn it. I know. Sorry. Come on. Okay. This, this, is, this is obvious for some of these. Obvious. obvious. Go Steph obvious. Curry. Steph Curry on the list, uh, tied LeBron for James. six, seven. LeBron, second place, ten. Kevin Durant. Durant, oh, nine. He was in third. Uh, Clay Thompson. Seventh, yeah. tied for six. Keep going. Uh, right on that team. Uh, uh, Name the next guy. The next guy on, on that team. Oh, man. Draymond Green. Draymond Green, seven, tied for sixth. Uh, you have uh, a guy who we've mentioned eight times and a guy who we've mentioned seven times. The only two left. Yikes. Um, give you a hint. We talked about one of these guys earlier on this episode. Anthony Davis. Nope. Boogie Cousins. Boogie. Yay. Boogie. We do fourth. talk about Boogie a decent amount. That makes sense. And this is a guy who, uh, for being one of the best players in the NBA, is one of the most underrated. 
or one of the most under the radar, I should say. Tim Duncan. <laughs> You're really close. Oh, oh. You're really close. Oh. oh. Same team. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Yes, Kawhi. Kawhi, <laughs> seven. Same That's team. all of them. Westbrook, LeBron. Westbrook had 17 mentions. Whoa. 17 <laughs> segments made about Russell Westbrook. That was the easiest. Uh, LeBron, 10. Uh, Durant, 9. Boogie and Giannis both at 8. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Kawhi, and James Harden all at 7. Uh, and those are like all like specific lines. This was back when like w- <laughs> the first 20 minutes of our show was just going... Oh, so uh, Boogie Cousins got 20 points, 18 rebounds, and five steals. Uh, what a game. And we just did that for 20 minutes. I'm glad we've moved on from there. We, we've gotten better, all right? We've gotten better. We've gotten better. We uh, let's go to top teams. Let's go to top teams. These are the teams that we have talked about the most. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh. Oh, there's, um, there's one, two, three, four, five, Pick me. six. There's seven, eight teams. I'm raising my hand. Pick me. Just say it. The Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors, number two with seven. Oh, number two. Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers tied for third with five. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Tied for third with five. I will say we talk about the Toronto Raptors a decent amount. Raptors not on the list. Ooh, no, Raptors, Ooh I feel like we I talk about the, them decently. I have the thing. Um, I literally have pages of all of this information. That's um, incredible. The Knicks. Yeah, I know. I, I went into this big time. Uh, Knicks at three. Uh, Raptors, Raptors. We literally only made one segment about them. Oh boy! I know. Oh. We may have was, mentioned them no. in passing or in com- comparisons, but only made one segment actually about them. Uh, Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics tied for third with five. Um, so where are we at right now? We haven't mentioned. Uh, we we don't have number one um, with eight mentions. Uh, we don't have one of the teams oh. that is tied with third, and then one, two, three, four, five, six. We don't have two of the teams that are tied for seventh with four. The Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers not on the list. Really? Lakers. Ooh. Lakers got. San Antonio Spurs. Spurs not on the list. Damn, also we're not three. doing wow. very well. I know. We're doing very poorly this time. Uh, um, Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves not on the list. Milwaukee Bucks. Just two. Not Milwaukee oh. Bucks either. Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz number one. I love number one about the Jazz. We love talking jazz. Number one with eight eight different segments we've made about the Utah Jazz. Yikes. That's fantastic. Yikes. That makes me really happy. Um, you're missing uh, a team that, uh, let's see here, um, two Eastern Conference teams, one Western Conference team. Uh, a Western Conference team that last year we talked quite a bit about. They made the playoffs, but they literally limped in. The Grizzlies. L.A. The Clippers. Grizzlies. 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 Tied for seventh okay. with Literally. four. Literally. Literally limped in. Every single person yeah. was injured on that team. That's right. Um, yes. And Eastern Conference teams? Two Eastern Conference teams left. Uh, one of them being a, a team that we didn't talk about them a lot for good reasons. A lot of bad reasons we talked about this team. 76ers? 76ers. 76ers. Nice one. We had so many 76ers. I don't we know. We did. And then, uh, and then one left um, has a uh, the guy running basketball, huge, huge NBA elite mind running uh, their their organization. The Pacers? Nope. No, not Larry Bird. No, Come it's on. not Larry Bird. Come on. Give you a hint. That's your hint. Pat Riley, Miami. Heat. Pat Riley, Miami Heat. <laughs> <laughs> Good hint. Tied for third with five. 
for for those of you uh, listening to the pod slash uh, YouTube channel, oh yeah, he ran his hands through his hair like he was having slicked back hair, like yep. Pat Riley. Slicking my hair back. I got it. Good call. Pretty cool. Um, and then here's yeah. one more. I have one more game for us to play. Yes. There are four teams we never made a segment about. Oh, I can't answer these. Yeah, Dover already know. knows these. I had I made Dover guess these earlier because I thought it was hilarious. Four teams that. Uh, we never made a specific segment for. We may have mentioned their players. We may have uh, talked about them in, in stuff that we had to talk about uh, or, or we thought we would mention, um, but the, 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 we didn't make specific things about how well or how bad they did last year. Brooklyn Nets. No. Did we talk about them? We, we talked about we the talk Nets about one time at about how crappy they were. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... Think Orlando Magic? Nope, we had Magic twice. We, think twice. think you're in the you're on the right path. Kind of mediocrity. Yeah. Not um, quite good, but also not quite terrible. Hey Dan. Dallas Mavericks? Nope. Dan, you have to think about not good teams, but not bad teams. That's what in I'm the middle teams. That's what I'm saying. In the middle teams. I'll give you three of them are in the West, one in the East. Three in the west, one in the east, middle of the road. Uh, one this is probably a good indication as to what's happening because if I can't even think of clearly, that, clearly, exactly, it's something um, we haven't really thought about or discussed. Um, what? Um, give me one, the, I'll give you some hints. I'll give you some hints. Um, what, uh, one of these teams we just talked about at length in this episode because of the move they made. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Nope. At length. At length. Oh, at length. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Wrong way. Central the Kings. Kings. We literally never talked about the Kings. We talked about Boogie a lot being we a crazy person. We never, we never talked, talked about the Kings. Um, okay. Another team in the middle of the wet, in the, like the middle of the United States that everyone kind of forgets exists because they don't have a great player. They don't have terrible ones. Everyone's looking to trade for their guys because they have long contracts. A lot of big guys on their way out. They just made a trade this past week as well with the Trailblazers. Oh, the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. Never made one. I'm just going to give you the last two. Yeah, you um, should. Yeah, at this point. Um, Phoenix Suns. Never made anything yeah. about the Phoenix Suns. Talked about Devin Booker, but we never really talked, talked about, about Devin team. Booker. Never talked about the Suns. We talked about yeah. John Wall, but we really never talked about the Wizards. Um, those were our final guys. Uh, but hey, we hit that quota today. Yeah, we got them. See, we got them now. So um, now with, with some of the, we, we still need to get farther in with the Suns and the Nuggets. And we'll do but that eventually. But the Nuggets are on the rise. So we have some cool things to talk about with them maybe in the years to come. Sorry, Suns fans. Sorry, Nugget fans. We haven't gotten there yet. But hey, we're trying to touch everything. We've had 30 yeah. episodes. We left four out. What are you going to do? Can't yeah. win them all. Uh, it is time for everyone's favorite, favorite segment. Dan, if you don't mind. The floor is mine. Uh, guys, it is time for my favorite time, your favorite time. It is Keeping Up With Chris Dapps. Not a lot to report here. Let's just get right into it. Chris Dapps Porzingis is the champion of the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. He's the most he, skilled person in the NBA. He is the, and we've known that. We've known that for years. It is proven. We've known that he's the most skilled person, and he proved it by hitting a dagger three-pointer off of the rebound layup make, running down the floor against Gordon Hayward mm -hmm. to just stick a three, win this whole thing. And I'm so proud of him. 
Uh, I hope he shows up at my wedding in October so I can give him a big hug and tell him <laughs> how much I care about him. Uh, I can tell him how much that I think his hair flows perfectly to the left. Yes. I can tell him how beautiful I think his jump shot is. And I can tell him that he is the, the engine that makes me run day in, day out. And that was keeping up with Chris Dapps. Back to you, Chuck. Well, like we like to do at the end of every single game, we like to play some, or every single show, there we, go. we like to play some games. There we, there we are. Uh, game, show, sometimes I've, I I have the song All Star by Smash Mouth stuck in my head. And I, get your show on, get, get your game on. It's, it's always confusing. We're, we've uh, cycled through a couple different games. We're going to move on to 20 questions. Woo. Dover has a person uh, related do. to the NBA I uh, do. in some way, shape, or form. Dan and I will work together. We'll go back and forth asking questions to see if we can figure out who this person is in 20 questions. Real Dan, quick, are you ready can to play? I add a little, can I add a small little wrinkle to it this week? Hit it. Dover has a very important job interview this week. If yep. we guess it on the first try, he has to wear a mustache to his job interview. Okay. Well, the, the rules stipulate that when we guess a player or that's when we guess true. a person, the can game's over. we get like over. one crack at it? G- no, give us one crack. Can we have like one girl. crack? Sure. Dover. Or, uh, Dan, uh, do you have somebody? One crack. One, one crack. shot. Yeah, here we go. Uh, is it? Can we each have one? Sure. Is it Magic Johnson? No. Ah. That'd be too I easy. Is it? it? He's thinking about it. See? Nate McMillan? Is it Nate McMillan? No. <laughs> Nate well, it was worth a shout, right? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Dover doesn't know who Nate McMillan is. Who is that? He's the coach of the Pacers. Um, That's, oh. we, we, That's okay. We run a basketball show. <laughs> uh, see, it's okay. Hey. <laughs> this is what Gyro does everything else well, hey, so it's fine. He messed that up. I didn't. I forgot who Lionel Hollins and Alvin oh, Gentry were. Yeah. So hey, yeah. it's all of us this week. Well, I'm the only infallible one. So yeah, we'll find something. So uh, yeah, we'll, we will find somebody. Dover, are you ready? I am ready. Yes. All right. First question, is this person a current or former player? Yes. Okay, it's a player. We know that for a fact. Oh, Dan. yes. Do you want to ask he if it's active or retired? Yes. Is, is this player an active player? Active NBA? No. <laughs> he is active, but not in the NBA. Great. Okay, well, I'll, I'll ask it just so we can get... Is this person actively playing basketball but not in the National Basketball League? Sure. Okay, thanks. That's your third question. All right. I'm going to count that one because I I think we should have gotten that info. Um, so this player, this guy is not a current NBA player. It's not a current NBA player. But um, he's currently playing basketball. Um, Dover, did this player formally play at the Ohio State University? No. Oh, man, that was a good one. Uh, did this person play college basketball in America? That is a very good question. I believe so. Yes. Okay. It has to be yes or no yes. questions, correct? Yes, I can't yes. ask him correct. where that yes. person played because that would give okay. it away. Right. Um, was this person drafted in the last five years? No. Okay, this person was not drafted in the last five years. Um, is this player currently playing in china no <sighs> i thought it was stefan marbury uh, that would have been really good uh is this person was this person drafted in the last 10 years no okay more than 10 wow. years ago was when they were drafted but currently playing 
currently overseas. playing overseas. Did I say overseas? Well, he said, oh, oh, he did. oh, 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 oh. Is? is this player playing in the uh, soon to be NBA G League? Yes, he is. Is this person a guard? Yes, he Does is. Does this person win three slam dunk contests? Yes. Did this person play for the Bulls with Tom Thibodeau and suddenly become amazing for some reason? Yes. Did this person randomly start playing for the Pelicans two years ago when they had nobody else to play? Yes. Did this person jump have. over Dwight Howard? Yes. All right. Is this uh, Nate Robinson? Of course it is. Awesome. Bad. Two questions. What you could have gotten in nine. I, we definitely <laughs> should have had it in nine, but I didn't care. Didn't matter because it was for dramatic effect. I should have left we that. Give the people. You, you just... uh, we were. I was going way overseas. It would have taken me till question eighteen to be like, maybe these these per persons in the D League. Crap. Well, I thought it was either Jimmer Fredette or Stefan Marbury because Jimmer Fredette has been lighting it up in China. So because, uh, when he Nate said Robinson? not currently playing, I was like, oh, that could be Jimmer because he had 73 points the other night. Yeah, that was nuts. But Nate what? Robinson signed a deal. so Yeah, the 87ers. He's playing he, in Delaware. He is in the news. Yeah. Hey. Robinson, everyone. Good work. Nice uh, job. That was – way to go, Chuck P. <clears throat> that was fun. Um, I really like those, especially when you get them. I just go nuts. That's so cool. Um, His voice was so defeated when he kept saying, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, it is time for our favorite game. If it hits, I'm a genius where we make our bold predictions. And if they hit, we are geniuses. Jo Dover and I both have hit genius status. Dan's still trying to get there. Uh, he Not is year still one. Uh, Dan, you uh, had yours about Carmelo, correct, in the past? Yeah, so uh, my last one was, if it hits a genius, Carmel Anthony gets traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. We are not past the trade deadline, so yep, still we, in play. We are recording this on February 22nd at 11.15 uh, p.m. So as of right now, hold on. As of right now, no, he hasn't been traded. Not yet. So there you go. So possibly a genius, just not yet. Okay. Um, I said that Doc will get thrown out of his game against the Celtics. Uh, that didn't happen. Kept his cool. No. He was all right. Dover thought that Kirk Heinrich was going to be the one guard that uh, the Cavs signed. Did not happen. Ooh. Not a genius. No, they did Sorry. Not. Dan, what do you got coming up for this? So, in the episode? in light of the big trade that happened between the uh, Kings and the Pelicans, Bogey Cousins being sent to the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. I am going to say the Sacramento Kings are going to go on a four-game winning streak wow. to start the second half of the year. They wow. play the Denver Nuggets, the Charlotte Hornets, Minnesota Timberwolves, Brooklyn Nets. I'm saying five-game win or four-game winning streak for the Kings to start the second half of the year. That is not going to happen. So I'll give that to you. Okay. <laughs> There's no way. They don't know how to play without Boogie. Can't do that. They've been hey, done it in seven years. Been tearing it up for them recently, so I'm putting this on his back. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Um, I'm thinking uh, Bojan's going to be stepping up. I got him the next three games um, going for uh, averaging eight. Or actually, I'm sorry, not averaging 18 points. Getting 18 or more points in the next three games. And I'm thinking he's going to step it up from three, shoot from 40% in those three games as well. Is that good for you? Uh, yeah, that's a bold prediction. Bojan, he's going to turn it on. I love it. The, the, the other Bogdanovich, which the is weird that there's two of them. Bogdan Bogdanovich and Bojan Bogdanovich. Gyro, right. what have you got for me? Mine's also about the boogie trade. Uh -huh. I think uh, boogie is not going to be able to fit in, in in the Pelicans just 
for the first couple of games. So he's going to get really frustrated, get thrown out his first game. And that'll cause him to get suspended again. That's great. Yeah. That's a good one. All righty. That's a good one. All right. Uh, Boogie gets tossed. We'll see if it happens. You can check all that stuff out. Uh, You can check out this and other episodes at thegamehouse.com, H-A-U-S.com. They have all sorts of stuff going on. They just had a big uh, tournament for their League of Legends stuff. They've got all sorts of esports, regular sports, uh, as well as their uh, competition, uh, Beanie Baby Collecting. Uh, That column is starting up this week is what I heard. Uh, So that one's going to be crazy. Uh, Check us out on uh, Twitter and, and, and Facebook. Just... Search hack a chat, hack underscore uh, underscore chat. You can email us at hackachat.tgh at gmail.com. Check out Kid Runner. Their stuff's on Spotify. Their stuff is on iTunes. Um, they're amazing. Go go listen to them. Uh, and you're, you're already here. If you're watching the video, you're already on YouTube. Hit that like button and the subscribe button. They're over here or something. I don't know how videos work. Um, and give us a rate and review, all that good stuff. Uh, we appreciate you uh, watching watching our one year anniversary. Uh, Dean, hey. you have a look on your face. What, I what's sure going do. On? Hey, hey, as a gift to me, after our full one year of doing this show, okay. I always ask you at the end of the show, hey, can I talk about Harold Miner? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and it's one year. Yeah, it's been a year. whole year since we've wanted it's to talk about it. has been a whole year. Since you know what? Let's go the for fans, it. We're Let's go for talk it. About Har- Wait, what? Let's do it. Let's do it, Dan. Are you ready? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you ready? Well, yeah, I know. I, I wasn't really. Hold yeah, on. I, I think. Um, okay, okay. I think, I just, yeah, I think that I now's think the time. Okay. Let's do okay, it. Okay. Wow. Whew. Heart race a little bit. So I'm, yeah. I'm not that ready for this. Oh wow. So I can. The floor is all yours. Let's hear Harold about Harold wow, Let's hear so about guys, him. The whole year, I have been asking, hey, we're, I'm telling you guys, we're going to talk hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Real well, sad. just so you guys are aware, for those of you who don't know, Harold Miner started his basketball career in Inglewood, California. He grew up in California and then stayed in the area, in, in the L.A. area, mm-hmm. to play college basketball at USC. Oh, okay. So, so had guy. an incredible career at USC for three mm-hmm. years. Was a three-time Pac-10 first-team performer. Because they only had 10 back then. They only had 10, only the Pac-10 in the early 90s. He was there from 89 to 92. Got it. Um, was a three-time uh, first-team All-Pac-10 performer. Sounds good. Was the freshman of the year in the Pac-10. All right. His first year. Um, was a consensus first-team All-American wow. in 1992. So had a very, very illustrious, huge, awesome college basketball career. All right. Um, let's get to the NBA. This is going to be not great. Only, not only that – but he was Sports Illustrated's basketball college basketball player of the year over Christian Leitner. Whoa! Too right, which is crazy because like Christian Leitner owned college basketball. Right. Not very many people know that about Harold Miner. So you're thinking to yourself, "It's going to be good. this guy is the next Michael Jordan." Did other people think that? Other people also thought that, and he oh. got the nickname Baby Jordan, okay. which some believe was his downfall because that was a huge thing to put on anybody's shoulders. And let's just say things didn't work out as expected when he made it to the league. So the highlights of his career, he was drafted 12th by the Miami heat Uh and then won the 1993 NBA dunk contest. And then that baby Jordan moniker really went crazy. Right. Well, Um, I mean, once you win the dunk contest, then you're going to be the next great player in the NBA. 
Exactly. Um, so he wins the dunk contest, averages 10 a game as a rookie. So it's like, okay, he's figured it out. He, he can do this. Um, second year, averages 10 a game. Pretty quality. Um, okay. Wins the 1995 NBA dunk contest. Ooh, so it's one, two NBA dunk contests. Oh, my gosh. It's Zach Levine Unfortunately, right there. the career did not take off the same way his ability to dunk did oh, no, it's and sadder. after four seasons in the nba being a part of a couple trades ended his career as a cleveland cavalier in 1996 that's about right for cleveland yes exactly now the thing that's kind of cool about this mm-hmm. is a lot of these guys that kind of flash and kind of die really quickly don't have a quality of life after basketball that's anything to write home about uh the cool thing about harold minor is he actually is a native or actually lives in uh las vegas uh so he's gonna be a golden knights fan and yeah and he um is a stay-at-home dad he invested his his nba money wisely and lives a very comfortable life with his family and it's a really cool story because he didn't kind of spiral out of control like some of these guys do once they leave the NBA. He's right. a stay-at-home dad. He does things in the community, spends time with his family, and he's a really stand-up guy. Well, that was happy and then sad and then and then, you know, good ending. Is that is exactly. that it? Yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. Oh. For a year. That was that was the whole thing that we waited yeah, a whole year. Yeah, that was like that was like 5 minutes. We could have fit this in like every every oh. time we done it. That was well, it. I didn't realize that. Hey, Chuck. Yeah. That was it. Oh, okay. That was the, and I want to talk about, and we're telling you what happened to Harold Miner. Well, now the people know about Harold Miner. I'm glad that exactly. you were able to get all of that NBA um, knowledge out of your brain. And we can it just move on. It felt really good. This. It felt and really good to be able there's to, nothing to get else. that out there to the world. I'm just glad that there's nothing else that is like feeling like it needs to get out right now. I'm just glad that we can now talk about current basketball and just not worry about some of that, some of that yeah. other stuff you got. We can just, on. we can just leave all that behind. There's okay, so cool. You got nothing else going on. Awesome. No, nothing else so ever. Like... We're not going to be talking about any other guys ever in the history of us doing this show. Not a guy like I don't know, maybe Latrell Sprewell. I don't know. Ronnie Cycli. I don't. Maybe. Do you want to talk maybe? about Latrell Sprewell? Can we? Do you want to talk about Latrell Sprewell? Can we this time? No. Do you have time? No way. Wait. Come on, man. He's, he's get, this is late, dude. I he can't talk about really Latrell Sprewell. With, with Chris Weber and Tim No, 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 I've got the notes pulled up. I, no, no. Hey, next time? Next time. All right, next time. Yes. Got next Sprewell. time. Next time. That sounds good enough for me. Well, after one year, thank you so much. Travel safe. Be good to one another. Ball out. Reach what? <laughs>